hey good morning early monday morning to everybody you're welcome to my podcast uncle mike speaks um, it's a wonderful monday morning i'm sure you all are buzzing <laughs> to go back to work this morning so usually i do this every monday you know discuss um or share my views on certain on certain topics you know and um let me first of all appreciate every single one of you listeners and every other person i sort of put i i put a post online to say you know if i was thinking about what exactly it was i was to talk about on my next podcast and i asked that people please give me um something to talk about and uh, i can't even say how wild i was um the entries that came in you know very massive topics life's tough questions um i think that's what i'm going to make um the the next series of my podcast because those topics were mind-blowing and um i was given the big task of choosing want to talk on today you know and i really appreciate everyone for the entry and um the listening group has increased so i'm also very very grateful to everybody who listened and who is who are regular listeners obviously um so um after you know sieving through the topics and of course after posting those topics um Several people, you know, kept on commenting, okay, talk on this one, on this one. So, what I decided to talk on today will be a merging of two of those topics because they are so, sort of similar. Um, supposed little saints. And um, I, a subtopic, why most good people will not go to heaven. Uh like I said, from next week, the series would be life tough questions and we'll have subtopics under it. So, a lot of people came back to me on supposedly to sins, and it also, you know, got me thinking. It piqued my, my imagination. So, I went to work, I went to study and research, and, um, I found out very, very lovely things. And the truth is that, yes, there are sins that a lot of us, you know, sort of reckon with and say, hey, no, this is a no-no for me. Albeit a Christian, Muslim, traditional worshiper, <laughs> whatever it is that you do, you know, there are some sins that are a no-no, you know, murder, um, armed robbery uh, theft uh, adultery you know to some extent for some people fornication also you know and that that often seen as the big sins you know like it's a no-no but there happen to be some sins that we we sort of overlook or we get so comfortable with and um, it's those things that I feel would, you know, prevent a lot of people, 
from going to to heaven and those sins whether you choose to agree or not as i talk about them obviously you know that there are truly those things that we oftentimes overlook or we feel by virtue of rights um we we deserve you know to to be able to commit and get away with so i'll start off with this story first so you see <laughs> how it is that supposedly good people you know see themselves as good and those things happen to be the very sins you know that that, that is there so a couple was going on a journey a husband and a wife they were in their car probably going on vacation and they got stopped by armed robbers who you know pointing guns at them to them get down give me your valuables and all that so they stole money took stuff from you know the car from them all their belongings and, and everything and they were lying on the floor and um, as the thief was about going a baby cried from the back seats of the car and to the astonishment of the armed robber he looked at them and I was like he was like what do you guys take me for do you really think I'm gonna hurt a baby I'm a Christian I'm a Christian and I don't like the fact that you saw me as you had to hide this baby you didn't let me know that the baby was at the back of the chair you know what this is what I'm going to do so he from the word of cash that he stole from them he brings like two or three notes and he dropped by the side of the baby and left and this is how a lot of us at times are on the face of the earth we feel like hey I'm only committing this sin because I don't have a choice and that's what I'm doing it doesn't make me a bad person so don't categorize me with um, the murders politicians I'm better than those people yes I'm committing this sin now, but there's a reason why it doesn't make me bad and these are the things that you know would would make people not to go to heaven so the first supposed little sin that we we'll look at is the sin of pride. And I know people might often see this particular sin as, hey, no, it's only a sin that can be attributed to someone that is so rich, someone that has so much. But the sin of pride is, is for me, you know, someone who has a sense of entitlement. That's where pride actually starts from. One of the topics that was sent was why do bad things happen to good people? And <clears throat> that was the initial thing I wanted to talk about. But in my study, I sort of began to understand that that question, yes, was asked by Solomon in the Bible and I'm sure a lot of people have probably asked this question even artists have used it as an exa- as an excuse as to why they don't believe in God because they say how can a loving God let bad things happen to good people but like I said that question comes with a lot of entitlement who determines who is good and who determines who is bad 
if you have an understanding of how God operates, then you know that the only reason why you're standing before Him at any point of your life is not because you deserve to, but because of His grace. And the good book, the Bible, has said so many times, there's a part of the Bible that says, He that is forgiving more, loves more. So when you go to God with a sense of, hey, I don't deserve to be here. I don't know how I'm here, but I appreciate you. And I'm going to work with so much humility, you know, and I'm going to come before you with, you know, it's, it's so much humility as to why I'm here. Then that question, if you have a true understanding of how God operates, you might not be able to ask that question. So for me, it's a sense of entitlement. So pride is one of those things. When you see yourself better than the other person or when you attribute certain successes, you know, to your intellect, to your standing, to your status, a lot of people will go, would miss heaven because of this mentality where you say, um, I can't work with this class of people I don't talk to this class of people. I am, you know, way beyond your intellect um, you know, and stuff like that. And especially a sense of entitlement that, ah, God, why do you, why, how can you bless this person, this sinner? How, how? But if you know where you came from, you would have, you know, this sense of, of gratefulness like i'm not supposed to be here but i actually found myself here you know and today i might go a bit beyond the 20 minutes mark because it's you know it's quite a a, a discussion and a topic to to have before us so yes number one is pride and i don't know if i did justice to that but i'm sure you you all get the idea and where it is i'm coming from number two the theme of hiding it looks so harmless right and I will use the story of Daniel you know to buttress this my point a lot of us are living this kind of life as to how we are so ashamed to let people know the values that we stand for the God that we serve because you are scared of being tagged um, or SU, you know, and the likes. A lot of us hide from that fact and we, we use the excuse of God sees the heart, so I'm just going to be um, in my corner. There's no point you knowing it's between me and God. But that's a sin in itself, sin of hiding. If you're not proud of God here, he won't be proud of you on that day. So Daniel was among the king's advisors, first top three in the land of Babylon. And some of the other guys were so jealous of him that they lured the king to make an enactment that no one should pray, you know. And because they knew that this guy oftentimes prayed to his God. So Daniel 
upon hearing this, opened his window, you know, and prayed daily while people saw him do it. Now, it is not, it wouldn't have been a sin if he locked himself inside, you know, and, and decided to pray. I'm sure it wouldn't have taken away from his prayers, you know, but there's a thing about public show of God. You know, there's a thing about God loving the fact that you are proud of him. And it was that public, you know, public show, in quotes, that became a statement. Because if Daniel had hidden, I'm sure the king wouldn't have made the decree afterwards that everyone should serve the God of Daniel. So you are in your school and you claim to be um, a Christian, you claim to be a Muslim, you know, you claim to be a Christian and you can't stand off and show forth to people or people cannot say truly where it is you stand, then that scene could lead a lot of people to hell because you don't truly believe in what it is that you're doing. You're scared that people will say, hey, you know, you are scared. Yeah, ah, yeah. This guy is a Christian. No. Someone at a point, you know, sort of laughed at me. He sort of tried to mock at the time when he said, ah, you know, so you, you be Muslim, you be pastor. And in my head, I'm like, I called him. I said, dude, calm down. Is this supposed to make me feel bad that you think I'm a child of God? No, I'm not. It's not, it's not going to make me feel bad. This is who I am, and this is what I stand for. I'm not going to hide behind anything, right? So this this is where it is that a lot of people might falter, you know. Yes, God speaks to the hearts, but God loves a public show. And by public, I don't mean, you know, making it so obvious. And there's a very thin line between proudly showing off God and doing things that are godly so that people might see you like eye service there's a very thin line so i'm not saying that you know like when this the bible talks about when you teach that you fast that you shouldn't let your neighbor know or don't look so haggard and put um, ash on your head and look so dirty and unkept so that when people say i was wrong with you, they say, ah, it's because i'm fasting no that's not what i'm saying but a public show let people know what you stand for. Let them know who you stand for is what I'm talking about. And a lot of us are, you know, suspect of this and we need to really watch that side. Let me say this, that the thing about supposed little sins is that it appears to you as harmless, but the effects, the corresponding effects are so large that it transcends into bigger and more massive in quote scenes like we always say take for example our next little scene lying the thing about lying is it starts from something so harmless right so you pick up sweets small sweets 
from the table that wasn't supposed to be taken by you right and you take it you lick it and someone comes up later to say hey who took this there was no repercussion no supposed cane that will be used to beat you but you decided in your own wisdom i'm just gonna stay mute and you know that when you get away with that the next big thing after sweets comes along right and before you know it it begins to shift it begins to shift it begins to graduate and you know to something much more bigger and that's where little things you know charles Pogeon put it this way he said great sins will not be the undoing of most christians what will be the undoing of most christians will be little sins or in this context supposedly to sins a lot of times we have become so comfortable sitting in the bus and proclaiming that we are in another location or someone calls you over the phone and it feels so easy you know it doesn't irk you in any way that you are telling a lie a lot of Christians do this a lot of good people do this get so comfortable with a lie another thing we do with lying is we try to defend the indefensible and those things will push a lot of people away from the you know from the narrow paths that leads to heaven trying to defend the indefensible oh he's my son i can't come publicly and to to chastise or to reproach whatever it is that he's doing because I'm supposed to, his family we're supposed to have each other's back that in itself is going to cause a lot of people to fall fall short oh you're in a party you're a partisan you're an APC member you're a PDP member you're in an LP member and you know that whatever it is that your principal is doing doesn't seem right but because of your partisanship you decide to stick by it and you tell a lot of lies so i'm going to put lying theft you know into one pocket because they work hand in hand and then when i talk about theft a lot of us might look at oh taking what is not mine i i don't do that i don't steal money you know but i, I would look at theft from another angle you are in your house you know you bypass your meter that's theft and some people see it as it's not so much of i'm not harming anybody right i'm just in my house you know and i didn't bypass all everything in my house majority of my gadgets go through the meter but my ac because my ac takes so much of energy you know so much of power i started to take it direct you know that's theft and a lot of people have a lot of people church you know have gone through this steepy slope and have become so comfortable in this act and i begin to wonder where exactly are we going some have even you know tried to convince themselves that hey the government is so bad they've stolen from me so i can't take from them and tit for tat an eye for an eye 
but you need to understand that two wrongs never make a right and you can't go to the judgment seats with that kind of mentality you are not going to fall through nothing sinful be it little or big would enter into heaven and that's why a lot of christians a lot of good people you know would miss it another simple one is malice gossiping i'll put all those things in one bracket malice gossip you know holding a grudge as little as it might be i've even fallen into this bracket before you know you oftentimes you say hey i don't like this person i'm not going to tell him but it's not compulsory about we're in good time so let him just stay his own i stay my own those things we need to be very very careful if somebody offends you rather than hold a grudge i would suggest that you approach and you settle because even the scripture says that even if you are coming out to give an offering to give thanks to god and you remember right that you are not in good terms with one of your neighbor that you should go back home because that offering or that thanksgiving if you give it it will not be acceptable and this is how god works and this is why a lot of people would miss heaven because of something as in quotes small as this cheating your neighbor cheating your employers you get to the office late you are cheating your employer you get to the office late rather than writing the time you came in you you, you write a time that supposedly looks as though you came early these are the things that will mess a lot of people up the last day i wish i could go on i'm ready in the 22nd minute mark the little survey i did i realized that people don't you know listen for so long to a podcast when it's getting too long so i'm going to try and just round up so at this point i'm believing that a lot of you are beginning to sense and begin to review a lot of things that we do they're not they're not all encompassing running a red light is one of those things that i feel because and this is the angle i'm coming at it from the bible said that you should give to caesar what belongs to caesar the bible so many times has said you should obey the laws of the land and that is why when it comes to elections you should always ensure right that you vote in your conscience because when the righteous people rule the people rejoice and when a righteous person is ruling he gives you rules right that are pure and that are good for you that you must adhere to so you have a bad government but you have good rules set in place if you don't follow them if you don't follow the good rules from a bad leader you are also susceptible right so so you are also you are also a sinner in that in that sense so no, you are not exonerated in any way so don't run a red light you run a red light don't pass a one way you pass a one way you don't um, bypass your meter don't litter the floor very little little things don't throw stuff into the gutter because eventually it leads to flooding but because the person in power is so bad a leader you feel like you feel justified to do the things that you do right because your the, the leader in your church or in your mosque you know is squandering money 
from the from the purse you now say you're not going to give to that or you're not going to or you're going to steal from him so that he won't stay he wants to be robin hood in god's book robin hood is not a saint stealing from the rich and giving to the poor is not doing good is that robin hood mentality that will put a lot of people into problems so I'll, I'll probably continue this next week i'll probably because i have so much to say but i'll end with this story you know the thing about um, giving too much leeway to these little senses like like i said it leads to bigger ones so you realize that prophets of old they don't play with these little sins in quotes they don't joke with them it's the little things that they run away from the most because they know that these little things can cause them issues, right? So there was there's, there's this the story of this uh, missionary by the name Arethios, I, I hope I, Arethios, who with some people pulled down an idol worshippers den or something, like a temple. He pulled it down and as they were rejoicing, a new leader came into power, right? And instructed that they must reconstruct that temple, right? And people must put in their money or their efforts into rebuilding that temple. In this context, it was money. And this guy was arrested. And after his arrest, the, the leader now says see i'm going to let you go i won't kill you if you just put a penny small penny into the building of this temple if he had put in a penny he saves his life right nobody is going to be hurt in any way it's just a penny but this missionary decided that he was not going to do such and because of this, the punishment was grievous. In fact, when I will tell you the punishment, you realize that was it really worth it? You know, just a penny, just save your life and be smart. But there's nothing that is smart about indulging in sin or encouraging sin. So this guy was beaten. They put him outside. And gave little children knives to prick him on different parts of his body. So children come and they are just, you know, putting their knife into his body. It was fun for them. Then after he had multiple, you know, like little little wounds on his body, they took honey and, you know, rubbed it around his body and tied him to a stake. And bees swarmed him and stung him so badly till he died. So my question to you now is, what is that little sin that you're indulging in that you would rather do than to, you know, than to save your, yourself? Or what is that sin that you'd rather save your life than to avoid? You need to run from it. You need to run from it. So I'll probably continue this next week because I have so many, so many other little, little sins that we need to look into. And I'm sure a lot of you have your disposition about this so let me know what you think share your ideas with me on facebook share your ideas with me through whatsapp whatever feedback i'm here for the feedback let me know what you think do you think that oh i'm being over you know i'm over flogging this matter of little little sins 
and there are some scenes that are really not you know and that's the part that i'm scared of if it's if it appears to be harmless you know then you, the father you should run away and that's what i want to say on this thank you guys i'm very sorry i had to go into 30 minutes with this it's a very strong topic and then for every other person that has given me topics be rest assured that at different times i'm going to pick one of those topics i've just picked one or two today and i've talked about it i'll probably continue with this next week and once i'm done i will move into the next because like i said we'll be starting a new series probably the week after on life's tough questions and i always say this that life throws you questions till you die so life always throws you questions as you're answering one is giving you another one as you're answering you never stop answering questions till you die thank you so much guys i love you guys i appreciate the feedback and please help me share if it makes sense to you share this um podcast and let people know that Uncle Mai Speaks is here to just bear his mind and to learn from you all. Thank you so much, guys. Do have a nice day. Love you all, but God loves you more. Bye.